1: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show, streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app, and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.
0: We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I, I got to ask you guys a question because I was looking for it this morning. Because last, or I shouldn't say last night, but yesterday afternoon, late afternoon, you know, I check on the headlines and all the rest of it, and there was a big story in the Wall Street Journal about Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. But now this morning I can't find it because apparently Aaron Rodgers said, "Well, I didn't mean it in a bad way." Yeah, that's what he said. Did you guys see that article?
2: No, but I just have to laugh, going like, "So you just thought, you know what? What were you trying to convey?"
1: Yeah, I mean, right. Classic mix-up. You know, he meant <laughs> the, he meant pedophile in a nice way, not the negative connotation that everybody gives it.
0: Yeah, that pedophile thing—you can just throw that around. I right. will never forget. I can't remember the British show that it was on. But there was a guy whose name was Peter File. No. Of course, they don't pronounce Peter that way in yeah. England, so his name was Pedophile.
2: No, <laughs> not <laughs> the one. Your parents hate you.
0: I would have to believe that if they name you Pedophile in a in a country where pe- uh, it's not pedophile there, it's Pedophile, right? Oh. So that name locks right in.
2: I spent hours in the hospital saying GoGo's name, full name, the initials, writing it out, making sure... I didn't miss anything big. I think the pe- naming your child Peter File would seem pretty obvious pretty quick.
1: Yeah. Like the moment you tell them the name and then yeah. the the nurse. nurse is like, "So you want your kid to be named Peter And you're like, "Yeah, that doesn't roll off the tongue like I thought. Let's go with right. option number 2."
0: No question about it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh just whatever works. But yeah, I just this whole situation with Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel and I is uh, you know, now Aaron Rodgers says, isn't he like 40? Yeah, I believe he's early 40s. Early 40s, because yeah. he said he wants to play three more years in the NFL.
1: Okay, yeah. he's If he's not over 40, he's like right at it. Yeah, he just turned 40 last month. Happy oh, birthday. We right. did. <laughs> yeah,
0: happy birthday, Aaron, <laughs> your good buddy, your pal. Yeah, he's a very odd guy, very, very unusual person. I don't know. I never talked to him, never met him. I don't know anything about him. But seems like a lot of people don't care that much for him. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he used to be fine as hell too, Tom. Oh, really? Yeah, he used to be hot and confident. And now it's like one of those guys you would hook up with and then the next day would start telling you like theories and you realize they have crazy person eyes.
0: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. No, i do understand that ladies and gentlemen and i gotta ask you a question because i'm not going to get into it but i gotta ask you a question for about oh i don't know six months to a year now or whatever the hell it is uh every morning when you get up and you you scroll through the news and all the rest of it Mm -hmm. it's either biden trump or both are going to prison for the rest of their lives Uh. we have nothing better to talk about than that really
2: I don't want to deal with this election. I, mean,
0: I just wish it would come. Can we vote like now and get it over with and whoever wins good for you? Yeah.
1: Just put like a 1-800 or one eight 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 number up on the screen. Have everybody call or text in. Yeah.
0: Can you imagine how many people would cheat doing that? I'll oh, call yeah, from my like, yeah. cell phone. I'll call from your cell phone. Yeah. I'll call from another. <laughs> it's like, there's, it's like, American Idol voting. Yeah. There's 8
1: billion it. people on the earth, but somehow we got 15 billion people to vote for the U.S. president. Yeah,
0: Right. Well, yeah, that's about what it would be too. about 15 billion people in a country of what, 300 million. Yeah. Be a little difficult to do, but they could get it done. I'm sure there's no question. All right. I have to ask you guys a question because you're all of that age. Um, the week leading up to, well, let's say between Thanksgiving and Christmas, those few weeks in there, uh, when you'd go for a walk, because I go for a two-mile walk every morning before the show. I just love getting out and walking around. It gets everything functioning properly and all that. Mm-hmm. Before Christmas, as you walk down the street, everybody would go, good morning, how are you doing today? And we just keep on walking. Now that it's after, it's the 10th of January, people will not even make eye contact with you. What happened?
2: I don't know. I feel like, well, I gotta see your face uh, when you're walking because well, I,
0: you know that's the, the same problem that a couple other people have. Like, you know, Ian, what's his name, has the same problem. It does look like I'm always pissed off. Yeah, I, understand.
2: I had such a lovely interaction. I uh, coming in this building, I had two coffees and somebody went out of their way to stop and hold the doors for me coming in, and then somebody oh, held the vel- right. elevator. So like, I had I had decent. I mean. I have low expectations and they exceeded them. So,
0: so they exceeded the low or exceeded yeah. the high.
2: They exceeded my low expectations.
0: <laughs> They're even lower than you thought they'd be. Mm-hmm. That's nice to hear. That's great news. No, look, certain people like, you know, people, I would guess to be over 55, they still say hello. But people your age mm. do not want to make eye contact and they do not want to say good morning. Yeah. Why, why is that?
2: Uh, I think it's extreme anxiety. Uh, that seems to be the common thread that's in 20-year-olds that I've been around. Is extreme. Based on what? What's that?
0: What's the, what's the anxiety based on?
2: Oh, just I think that's – every time I talked – when I was in nursing school, it was all 19, 20, 21. There was some 22-year-olds. I was oldest by 10 years at least. Right, right. And they all were so anxious. And they had, like th- – their biggest – hurdles that they were going to have to deal with were dealing with patients like looking mm-hmm. them in the eye, talking to them, interacting and feeling confident because i they would easily be smarter than me but i would go in a room and actually have a conversation they're like how did you do that.
0: Yeah. And i think because you communicate, they want to know how <laughs> you communicated.
1: Yeah, and i think the pandemic i mean didn't help we blame the pandemic for a lot but i think that doesn't yeah. help with yeah. you know people's social development when they're younger. And then as well, if it's in the morning, not everybody is a morning person. So I try to be a little bit more conscious about, you know, I don't want to overwhelm somebody that's just rubbed the sleep out of their eyes and they're waiting for their dog to pee.
0: Yeah, I suppose that I understand that point that it is. But I mean, I'm talking about, you know, seven o'clock in the morning. It's not like it's four in the morning or anything like that
1: yeah but you are right tom where there are some people where if you say hello to them they look at you like what you, you're why are you talking to me what like they're shocked like people Absolute. just
0: love to live in their own bubble there was a woman i was walking this morning and there is one of those deals with the sidewalks like this and then there are a bunch of bushes over here so you turn left quickly and then you turn mm. again this way right well, i see this young woman coming And so I just stopped so she could get through the little zigzag so we're not both in a zigzag at the same time. I stopped waiting for her. She went through the zigzag, did not even look at me, much less say thank you. Now, if somebody's going to just get out of your way, wouldn't you be a little, just a little tiny bit grateful? Yeah. See, I'm protecting you and you don't care.
3: Classic mistake. You got to get in her way. (laughs) Make her shimmy and shake. You got to make a decision at the line. (laughs) Hit the hole lady. Come on.
0: I guess so, (laughs) yeah just do the cross body block that'd yep. be really great you know but a- as soon as she went by me and she would not make eye contact and i said oh don't worry about it you're welcome yeah and she or, just you tell know, her shoulders got a little higher yeah. or like tell
1: like you just yell like hey you dropped something so she's like stop turn around and like look realize she didn't drop anything and then
0: turn back around and keep walking yeah no she dropped something my self respect has dropped because yeah of that.
2: <laughs> let it's me pick, exactly pick this up right. for you you say your me let
0: me pick, up, pick myself up <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it doesn't bother me but it's so unusual that it there's a thing right now um where there's there's the gen z there's millennials and there's baby boomers and you in my history of being alive which has been a few years now i have never seen three bigger gaps because there's not only a gap between like you guys and me but there's a huge gap between gen z and you
2: yeah oh i agree but i god i don't know what it is i love i love your generation tom i mostly work with people in your generation love them mm-hmm. i love being mm-hmm. around them it feels like a safe space
0: except for me yeah my Ex- generation but not me except for
2: you except i've literally worked with you most of my life
0: you worked for me i would have never hired you. that's Forget true about.
2: i you and i are co-workers
0: Co-work. We've been I, co-workers for a long time, that's true
2: Same position um,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly, I understand completely And
2: like Gen Z's fun too I feel like you just have to meet them where they're at And have low expectations But once you talk to them one-on-one They're hilarious Their point of Not view in my and generation me, Well, Your
0: generation that works, in mine it does not
2: Oh, like you are having trouble with the Gen Z or the Millennials
0: well, uh, it's kind of both, but the Gen Z are coming on really strong. It's like, oh, I'd like to go for a walk, but I have to leave my house to do it. Yeah. Like what? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. They always need to save space. It's fine, though. I love yeah, them do. for that. Like, let's just get everybody blankies. I'm fine Why? with it. I don't know. I'm like, I get it. They. It's like funny because we raised them this way, so we kind of have to accept where they're at.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah. it is your fault.
2: Uh, obviously.
0: I thought that it was because that skips it. Oh, didn't raise him. You did. Your fault. That's exactly. what I'm saying. Exactly. You know, Judd has joined us, ladies and gentlemen. Score North Judd Zolgad is brought to you by Bialke Law Firm. Heard at work, day. Bialke goes to work for you, taking care of your workers' comp injury claims and denials, of course. Call 763-571-2410 or go to B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com. Tell them Tom sent you. Judd joins us Not. I gotta run one more thing by it. it's not gonna take long to do it, but but the one thing that's amazing is in it I don't know because they, they people send them to me, these messages, because I don't go on social media. So they send me the stuff. And it's kind of interesting because um I guess it's Gen Gen Z or whatever is very, very pissed off at me about something. I don't know what the hell I did to him, but apparently they're all upset about what I, what uh, Uncle Bop-Bop did. And I, I, I'm like, you have no idea about something. People are different. Not everybody's like you, a sugar tit from the far out suburbs, you know, with rich parents. Not everybody's like you. I'm going to be different than you. But And here's what drove it all. When we spent that day... I guess it must have been Monday, talking about Pat Eberts again. And I've talked about, I adored that man. He was a very good friend. He's my, my wife's distant, not distant, but a third cousin. Distant enough, I guess. Talk nothing but praise about how, what a great salesperson Pat was. But we also told the truth and said, Pat could be a massive pain in the ass. Right? Because yeah. he could be. I loved the guy, don't get me wrong. He was one of my best friends, but he could be a massive pain in the ass because he pushed himself and everybody else so hard. It's not a bad thing to be a pain in the ass, but apparently Gen Zers don't like to be called a pain in the ass. I wonder why that is. <laughs> Perhaps because they know they are a pain in the ass? Oh, there is a good take on it right there. you here. like that? Look, we'll clear this up for you, Okay. Now you're going to have to figure it out. I like everybody in the show except for one person. And you guys will have the four of you left to meet later. <laughs> that is the
2: most Tom
4: Bernard thing. I'm busy today. My, my calendar is full, so I can't attend this meeting. So if it's
0: me, just we'll shoot you. Yeah, we'll text that you. That is Here. the
2: funniest thing ever. Tom Bernard's like, you guys just figure it out amongst yourselves.
0: Did you see what AJ did? Hmm. Look up at AJ's going. <laughs>
2: <Yep>. <laughs> I, I know
1: how to read the room,
0: right? Don't worry. <laughs> I read the room, baby. There's no, look, I don't dislike Gen Z people. I have relatives that are Gen Z saying, well, millennials, my kids are both millennials. So I adore my children. You know that. So it's not that. It's just, I think we're going to run into a lot of problems if we keep separating one another when you won't even make eye contact with people. That's going to lead to a big problem. Because what's going to happen, folks, and I'm warning everybody, women and men, mostly women in Gen Z, though, if you don't make eye contact with people and show them your strength, they're going to take advantage of you like there's no – you're going to get robbed every other day. That's where we're going to end up in about two, three years. Don't you think that this whole thing,
4: though, uh, stems at least uh, for that generation from the fact that people are now uh, continually on their phones? And if you're Gen Z, you you were brought up that way. Like eye contact – Communications, the communication as we knew it is largely dying, if not dead. Right. Absolutely. They they don't talk, you know, I, heck I'll go to, and it's been a huge success in some ways, but like dating apps, like you used to have to go out and meet people.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're in a situation right now where, where, you just don't know what the hell's happening, and when it's happening, and what, what we're going to do about this, that, and the other thing. I mean, we all are trying to get through this together. Uh, I understand there are about 15 different wars going on around the world, which is a little uncomfortable. I do understand that. But I I got to tell you that, that if we don't go shoulder to shoulder like uh, we did, well, that's what we learned from the greatest generation. When you looked at what your mothers and fathers did back during World War II and all the rest of it, We had this terrific admiration for them. And then, of course, the Vietnam War came along. My brother was in the Marine Corps. Great Mm -hmm. respect for them as well. So as you look forward one generation, make sure you know what you're talking about. Because baby boomers have done some amazing things, just like you guys will when you get off your ass. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 I mean, why why do you expect that? I mean, come on, Tom.
0: Because to me, and I could be, you know, look like a, like a, a great, great, great grandpa. But I think that America could do any damn thing it wants to if the people work together. I really think this is still the greatest nation in the world. We help out everybody. We don't do things like, oh, you can't have babies anymore, so we're just going to kill them all. Oh, okay, great. That's, that's a good decision. Russia, you want to live there? No. There are a couple of places in Europe I wouldn't mind living, but uh, America to me is still a great place. And I hope your generation still understands that, don't they? Or do they not? Yeah. Mine? I... Or there? Or there. Yeah. <laughs> there, there. No, you—you're kind of stuck in between both of us. You—you got a problem. I'm from the '60s, man. Okay. I'm just a hippie. <laughs> I'm a hippie. There you go. Yeah.
1: I think people understand that there are definitely worse places to live than america um but i think right. where the younger generation i mean they're you know they have it much better than you know the older generation did but they still in their minds have things that aren't as good and they want to improve upon those things which i think is great because if you are complacent yeah. you're not going yep. to move forward continue to move forward as a country um, but then there's just kind of that friction of where if you know somebody is complaining about you know the statutes that well back in my day i had to you know walk up Hill both ways to get to school, type of right, things that right. cause a
0: lot of friction, I think. I tell you, man, it was not easy when I went to, we were living at 26th and Emerson. Actually, we lived on 26th and Fremont. Emerson was out the back door. But that was a bitch hopping on that bus for that six block ride to North High School. That was not easy, <laughs> both ways, by the way. Yeah. I had to take the bus six, seven blocks both ways. Oh, my God. It was just hideous. There's no I'm question gl- about it. I'm glad you're still here. No. Off Me of not.
4: that I mean, my
0: you know six That's or seven true.
4: blocks, six or seven blocks. we are uh, i I think the I think the among the problems though is, you know we're we're pretty soft now. We yeah, got a lot okay. of comf- we yeah. got a lot of comforts like like when when you talk about the World War two, I mean, you think about those people, right? And I remember seeing them like for i I always contended that the original uh, Vikings fan base, the Met Stadium fan base, right was World War II, like, vets. And those old guys would show up in their snowmobile yeah. suits yep. and, and with a flask. And they would get as probably as drunk as fans do t- today. The difference was they didn't fight. They sat there and they watched the game. Um, but they had seen a lot of stuff. I, it's just... I just think that there is a softness now that exists in our culture yeah. that makes yeah. it a lot more difficult. But I do think that the lack of actual communication necessary is what you're talking about,
0: too. Yeah, absolutely. We do need to talk to one another. There's no question about that. Now, a big problem there that that Gen Z or C, that you guys see, and my generation sees, if you turn on the television, you're going to get lied to the entire time you're sitting there watching it. And I'm talking about the national news. My God, it's you turn to the national news, and I don't care which channel you put on, it's horrible, we're all coming apart. the world's coming to an end. Settle down, for Christ's sake! And the one thing before we move on, because I do want to talk some sports with you, because your basketball team bounced back, which is nice to see, and also a couple other things. But no, I, I just, once again, just calm down. Everything will be fine. Relax, right? Yes, yes. All right, kids, like all get with us, ladies and gentlemen. Score North. We got a basketball team they had a pretty good win last. Now again. Their opponents were not the best team in basketball, but still a win is a win, is it not? Uh yes. And considering how two thousand twenty four has started, you will take whatever wins
4: you can get. <laughs> exactly. I'm not gonna complain about wins. Uh-uh. Not yep. after what we've seen so far. It's been a rough start. So yeah, they uh uh Or Orlando's actually the team that they played is um is a plucky team. They're not bad, but what? they were down a couple of guys and so they just right. drilled them. And now they play Boston tonight, and I guess because of the uh the storm up and down the East coast, their flight couldn't get out of yeah. Orlando last night. Oh, so really? they are going to have to fly in this morning
1: Ooh.
4: and Boston is really good. So that, that's going to be that, that, that would be a surprising win tonight if the Wolves compete the Celtics. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll tell you what is my favorite team before we had a team, the Timberwolves. My favorite team was the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. Why? Cause I suppose Larry bird, you know, Kevin McHale certainly being from the university of Minnesota and Hibbing, Minnesota didn't mm-hmm. hurt. So, yeah, uh, you know, it's still a little tough for me when the Timberwolves play the Celtics because I don't know who to root for. You know, there's still some of that in me that's like, oh man, all those great Boston years, you know? Yeah. I think if the Celtics wear their traditional green or white,
4: if mm-hmm. I'm you, I'm pulling for the Celtics. But if they pull out some newfangled right. duds there, I, I'm out on that. You know, it's like when the Knicks wear these alternate, it's like you're the, you're the bleeping New York Knicks. Right. And and I get it. For most of these teams, I don't care. But there's certain teams, right? The Lakers, the Knicks, the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Where, where the crap you wore when I was a kid? Because you are heritage franchises.
0: No question about it. Honestly, Robert Parrish just in that Celtics oh. uniform. That was phenomenal. It was just the greatest. That's all I'm saying, man. At the Garden, too?
4: Oh, God, yes. The, de- the dead parquet floor at the Garden watching games on CBS with like Dick Stockton and Tommy Heinzen on a Sunday. You kids
0: yeah. miss that. You guys did. And the other thing I will tell you about Boston, I love the city of Boston. A lot of people don't like it there and they go there and they see. But again, I suppose the way you grew up, I am used to people going, yeah, once you blow it out your ass. I'm very comfortable with that, you know. So the when East Coast Boston, is great. It is. I love it. I, I love, love East Boston, Coast. all of it. And I would say all of it, right?
4: Yes. Well, and the thing, too, that, and and this is the one thing about, well, especially, not not so much St. Paul, but in Minneapolis, we tore down everything, like, that we possibly could. Like, you go to Philadelphia, 1800s, right? You got, like, history there. Boston, you got history there. Our downtown in, what, the 60s, right, Tom? We tore down almost everything we possibly could. I, I love that. I love that history.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. The, the, downtown with those old-style buildings, it was yep. just spectacular. And they went with that lame-ass, boring, oh, we'll cut it down, and everything's going to be square, and it'll all be – it's not going to have anything fancy on it. Forget that. Like That was my generation that did that, by the way. Yeah. Definitely. So, you know, we're all at fault for something. But still, that one person on the show that I just can't stand. <laughs> yeah, just you know, been totally quiet. I've been doing that for 53 years, and nobody's ever figured out what I mean by that. (laughs) Basically, if I tell you I like you, it means I'm trying to keep you at a distance. (laughs) It's true. Oh, you're a good guy. Just wait over there, though. But if I come to you and go, you know what? You're a pain in the ass. It means I like you, because otherwise I wouldn't say things like that. Right? Right. That's fair. Fair. Absolutely. I think AJ's looking at me like, what the hell are you even Yeah, talking? he's like, are you sure you like me? I mean, I don't think you like me. We tore a fine line, and yeah. that's all right. Yeah, I
2: feel like the big twist is going to be that Tom doesn't like himself.
0: Oh, yeah, well, that's not evident. Jeez. That's pretty obvious, don't you think? The one person on the show he doesn't like. That might, You might be right about that. I might have been talking about myself the whole time.
3: Right? M. Night Shyamalan-esque.
2: Thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah. there you go. I what just, a twist. Every night when I, when I kiss Catherine goodnight and every morning when I kiss her good morning, I go, really? 43 years you put up with this bullshit? <laughs> Jesus. Thank you, dear. Uh. <laughs> and she doesn't argue that, by the way. She never goes, oh, uh-huh. that's not true. She goes, yeah, you're right. Good. Okay, well, thanks, dear. Good but One point. wife does.
4: My my wife's the same exact way. She's always like, Would you the dog and I just want you to shut up? I'm like, okay. <laughs> the dog does. That's exactly right. Oh, the dog looks at me. My my <laughs> Dawn and the dog look at me in the exact same
0: way, which is, Would you quit flapping your lips and shut up? But that's what you do. You talk for a living. I mean, when I get in elevators with people, they look at me like, man, because I like, you know, tell jokes or I sh- schmooze with them about their dog or I do this or hey, I'm whatever. I don't shut up in the elevator either. That's what I do, and I, that's what I've done for a living since I was 16 years old, so shut up and listen. <laughs> I'm a professional at this. Yes, I'm a professional at doing this. No, but uh, in any case, so we got we got the Wolves mm-hmm. back to looking pretty good because, hey, look, every team's going to have uh, you know some, some weeks that don't go so well. It's just going to happen. So well, now that the freezing cold weather is coming along, the Timberwolves – do need to win every game because the weather sucks so badly you got to win all the games right well here's my question too there's all the
4: snow around us Mm -hmm. are are we going are we going to continue to dodge it this is remarkable i saw milwaukee and chicago are going to get inundated like in the next Mm -hmm. two days iowa and i think southern minnesota just got hit we are in this pocket of just it's glorious it's like we're (laughs) dull right
0: right and it's all over the United States, by the way. It's not just in the Midwest or the East or the West. Or it's every, The weather sucks this year. It's amazing. It's a weird year,
4: too, though, because it's all been so evening. warm. And now it's like, to your point, I saw
0: it's supposed to be with, with wind chills like 15 below. <laughs> That's cold. Yeah, That's I don't like that. All right. Any closing arguments for any team I should be watching or not watching? Well, the Twins are doing nothing. The
4: Vikings are mercifully done and the right. the wild's not good so no I have nothing for you i I think oh wait wait go for basketball go yeah. for basketball you're right. actually playing well yep. there might be a
0: reason yep. for you to go to the barn Tom Bernard and I love the barn somebody you ever play a basketball game a pickup game on on that floor never been on I've never i've been on the floor but I've never played on it You know what I did the entire time? We played uh, a five-on-five game there many, many years ago, and I basically stood there and watched Don Shelby shoot about 40 footers.
1: Damn. You know, that was a
0: damn good basketball player. Did you know that Don Shelby is a phenomenal basketball player? Uh, Yeah, because if I'm not mistaken, he's from Indiana, right? He is indeed. He is a Hoosier. He is a basketball guy through and through. He's another one whenever the press goes after me for being, you know, against this or against that. Or you don't like this. You don't like, you know, Democrats. Or Shelby calls and just laughs because there's no more liberal guy on earth than Don Shelby. But I love the man. He's one of my best friends. And he thinks that's very funny. It's like, oh, so I get called a piece of shit and you think that's funny. I was going to say he appreciates it. <laughs> <And> he appreciates <laughs> that. So, thanks, Don, my good pal. Oh, boy. All right, Pally, we will talk to you again tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Right. Sounds good. I'll talk. Yep. Definitely. I'll talk to you on Thursday. Great. Thanks, Judd. Judd Zalgad. Ladies and gentlemen, Score North, Judd Zalgad, brought to you by Bielke Law Firm. Heard at work. Dave Bielke goes to work for you, taking care of your workers' comp, injury claims, denials. Call 763 571 2410 or go to B I A L K E law.com and please tell them Tom sent you. We shall take a break. Be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Ager. Who's better than Chris Ager? Do you
3: want a list, or how long, how much time you got?
0: If
1: you thought the Epstein list was long, wait till you see this one.
0: (laughs) Oh my God! There you go, Chris Eggert on the on the Epstein Island. No, no. You guys are the worst. That is really funny to me. I will tell you that. You know how, how uh, can you imagine how nervous and uncomfortable that man would be if he was even on the island doing nothing? I think
2: he gets nervous and uncomfortable
0: <laughs> at is.
2: like the cafe at Hubbard. <laughs>
0: yeah. He does, you're right. Well, he'll be with us in just a couple of minutes. KL Surplus and Ammo is your one stop shop for all firearms related products and is the preferred choice among enthusiasts for over 25 years. Why? Well, pricing. K&L Surplus and Ammo offers some of the best prices in the region. You might find a good sale now and again at a big box store, but K&L always has great pricing. And unlike a lot of other stores, K&L always includes tax in the listed price. K&L Surplus and Ammo is veteran-owned and offers first responder and veteran discounts. K&L is also committed to safety and a licensed FFL retailer. Find out for yourself why K&L Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. So go to www.klgunstore.com. Doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet, like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, Zero Resified, starting at $129. And don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, too. This is for the entire month. So call them right now, 952-Zero-Res. Backward or forwarded, spells the same. Or book online, 0resminnesota.com If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named Service Truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero Res carpet. Do yourself a favor. Call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. you got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security and investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk, of course. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice.
3: Find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to use my professional voice now. Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation at 952-925-5608. Chris Eggert, now Josh. Who is the country singer again? I was talking to the people at the hospital and they need your help. Who is that guy? He's got this beautiful, deep voice. He's always wearing a cowboy hat.
3: Jelly Roll? No. Uh, Chris Stapleton?
0: No, not him. He's an older guy. Literally, literally his voice is this deep every time he talks. It's it's great to see you, everybody. Thanks for coming to the concert. Scotty McCreary. No, I don't think that's it either. You're
1: talking about Trace Atkins.
0: Trace, yes. that's exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, that's exactly. Honestly, go, hey, Tom, how are you doing today? Well, not too bad, Trace. Because you end up sucking your voice down when you talk to him. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Do you know, the people know, that we all do that to try to fit in better? I could Even if you know, don't know you're doing it, when you talk to someone with a higher voice, you talk up here like this.
2: I could and when someone a
0: lower voice, you do this.
2: I could see that, Tom. Do you know what else happens yeah, when somebody shakes my hand hard? I want to shake it so hard back.
0: <laughs> so do it. You're strong. Yeah, I do. You got no problems. I mean, other than working with Chris Eggert, that's a huge problem. But other than that, you're good.
3: Yeah, I would, I would like to um, just, uh, I have a couple things to say about, as you guys were going into break, a couple oh, yes. of things that were stated. What? A, me being at Epstein Island. <laughs> I and don't then, remember
0: hearing that. And then I,
3: Brittany said he's anxious and upset, standing in the Hubbard cafeteria or some, something to that effect.
1: Oh, Brittany! Yeah, and, yeah. She made it sound like I for met... you to go to the cafeteria, you're like a scared little mouse that's no. just like yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: You put out um, like a, a like somebody who could find themselves in precarious situations, like kind of anxious sometimes in basic human interactions am i wrong
1: the guy that's on tv every day for a living is nervous (laughs) to go to the cafeteria
2: oh i'm sorry because people don't put up like a wall with the tv (laughs) okay uh i'm definitely not anxious in the cafeteria
3: in fact it's probably the one place i like to go most here at hubbard broadcasting i do however have a bit of a problem with sort of just random small talk with people Thank because I've got very low self esteem. So I don't, I don't usually try to bother people, but it's got (laughs) nothing to do with me being anxious. It's just having a terrible viewpoint of my place in the world. Is that anxious? Yeah. Oh, you should have seen him absolutely shaking the other day. He, I, he had to come up through the radio portion of the Hubbard building. And some there was a tour that came through, and Steve Patterson, oh. like, oh.
2: dragged him by. And the women were swooning, and he was just like, uh, okay, Whoa, thanks, thanks for watching. Uh. That's, what's, that's what's so funny, Chris. You're so likable. Everyone likes you. Just know you're never bugging anybody. You have such – okay, so I, I guess maybe I project because you remind me of my husband, and you guys are both like – and when you're in your field, killing it. And then like simple interactions, they're like, I'm sorry, I don't want to bug you. But I'm like, what? It, like, that is the vibe. And I just want you to know, we all like talking to you on any level. So Well,
0: not all of us,
2: but.
3: Well, that was very nice of you to <laughs> say, Brittany. I'm, I'm, I don't know what to say now, because now I.
0: <laughs> all right, that's going to do it for Chris Egger today, ladies right, and well, gentlemen. Well, now, I'm, uh, now so... I'm
3: anxious and nervous. <laughs>
1: right. This was, a, this was a weird segment.
3: Um, hey, why don't I tell you guys what's going on in the news? I do that. No, with no, no problems. We'll, in a second, I can deliver death and destruction with absolutely no problems whatsoever.
0: Okay, we will in a second. But what I want to do sometime, yes. The next time I come to the Hubbard Building, I want you to be there. Okay. And you and I'll go walking through the halls because it'll be that one guy who looks like he's you know doesn't want to bother anybody, and the other guy looks like he wants to kill everyone. And it'd be great to see that everybody's reaction to you and me being together.
3: Uh, get, given the day, I think both of us could be looking like we wanted to kill everyone. But. <laughs>
2: I'll just follow in your guys' wake, apologizing and saying they didn't mean anything that or they he's said. Like, no,
3: no, they're, they're really okay. They're they're decent guys. They
0: really are. They're decent people. So, uh, I looked through the news today. There's this, uh, still that big thing going on between Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel. And G- Does anyone care? Because I really don't. Good for you, kids.
3: I, I honestly, I, I I heard that Kimmel kind of came out and said. I haven't even heard it yet. I read it, but I didn't. I didn't listen to the. I assume he did it in his monologue.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I I don't know. I don't care.
0: I don't either. Uh, good for you guys. Matter of fact, if both of them called me and said, "Hey, you want to go to dinner?" and go, "Oh, you know, I would, but I got to fold socks." You know what <laughs> me? yeah. I mean?
3: Yeah, I'd go. I might do ayahuasca with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah,
2: I might. Yeah.
0: Really? Yeah. You might do that? Yeah. All right. Well, what? He he just, I've never met him or anything like that, but he just puts his vibe out that he just thinks he's so much better than
3: everybody else. Well, listen, the guy, I mean, that, you know, you're not wrong, Tom. I I would agree with you, but these guys don't live in real life.
0: No, they don't. You're absolutely right. Particularly
3: athletes like to that level. The guy's Mm -hmm. been making millions and millions and millions, you know, like so sort of regular human interactions or just, uh, allegations over some, you know, just saying stuff like that. They're not, you know, it's not real life.
0: No, it is not. That's a very good way to put it. It's not real life. Those people live in a completely different world than everybody else. Uh, look, there are many levels to life. There's no question. those guys are at the top level. And I suppose you have to put up a front to just protect yourself. I would imagine. Right.
3: Yeah, I it, Aaron Rodgers though he definitely over the last couple of years has been a little more out there with some of the things that he thinks and believes, and yes. um, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. definitely felt seems like he's felt pretty empowered to say things.
0: I have a question <laughs> Which, for you. Yeah. Well, oh, go ahead and finish. Which one? Uh,
3: I had nothing else to say.
0: I I just and maybe it's just me, but. Let's say I'm walking down Hennepin Avenue in downtown Minneapolis. If Aaron Rodgers walked by the other way, I would never even recognize him. I have no idea. I kind of know what he looks like, but I couldn't. I wouldn't recognize him.
3: I probably – yeah, I don't know. He's, I mean, he looks like a – I don't know. Walking down Hennepin Avenue? Yeah. I, I, would he – I don't know that he would stick out that much. I guess
0: no, I don't think so.
3: Unless he was limping because of that Achilles. <laughs>
0: He's just shuffling his feet.
3: He's on crutches. He had a boot <laughs> on his foot. I'd be like, oh, hey, that might be Aaron Rodgers. It might be Aaron Rodgers. Cloud of ayahuasca. <laughs> Actually, ayahuasca doesn't come in cloud form. So, Whoa, well, well, somebody yeah,
2: knows a lot right. about it's a ayahuasca. <laughs> hmm.
3: It's the drink, I believe. So nobody's telling. I, mean, uh, I
1: don't know what uh, you guys are uh, talking yeah. You don't remember the ayahuasca Aaron Rodgers scandal where he, what is he, went to a dark room and did ayahuasca, right?
3: I, I'm i not sure if the dark room and the ayahuasca are the same story to be, I thought he did a dark room thing. Okay, and a maybe it was
1: two retreats. One was an ayahuasca where essentially he went to like a cabin-ish type place and you just sit there and you... Have all of these hallucin- hallucin- hallucinations and whatever else on ayahuasca, and you come back a changed person. It's supposed to open your mind, according to. Brian I think
3: Roberts. since that's happened, he that's where you've noticed a little bit more empowerment with him talking about things. Yeah, So Tom, you should. Yeah, you should, Tom. You should do an ayahuasca trip, and then maybe you could become a little more. Maybe you could come out of your shell a little bit and not be True. So, so quiet and soft-spoken.
0: There's no question about it. Even on the street, walking down the street, i should be much more quiet. It'd be great. What is ayahuasca? It's a drug.
3: Uh,
0: hallucinogenic. It's. I never even uh, heard of it. Apparently, the trip is
3: quite a journey.
0: No, thank you. None for me, thanks.
3: No, that sounds horrifying to me. Oh my God, me alone in my brain. Oh no.
0: <laughs> I, That's a me alone in my brain is a good way to put it. I like that. That works for me, no question. So no ayahuasca. So is it kind of like LSD in a way? Kind of like that?
3: I, I mean, that's kind of what I since I got, except like even next level from that.
0: Mm hmm. Because yeah, I got to be honest with you, I did LSD once when many, many, many years ago. It did nothing.
2: Damn. Right.
0: Not I, I didn't hallucinate. I didn't. So do you think the stuff they gave me was fake?
2: Could be. But also I didn't see that coming. That you were gonna say that you did LSD ever? I mean, that's. I did coke
0: once too, and that did nothing either. Yeah. I did, like one time, I did coke, and was like, "That's it. That's all you get from the. You spend all that money on that crap for this? Maybe I was in such a horseshit mood that even the cocaine couldn't. The get coke you. just got you like <laughs> back to even. Yeah, care.
3: yeah. I. You know i I've, I've been to a lot of parties in my life. Um, I've never seen i I've never seen cocaine at a party. Uh, I am told it's around more than you ever. Oh, yeah. And you know where I, I'm told it's around at? Is it golf clubs?
0: Oh, absolutely. hundred It's a big
3: golfer thing.
0: It is indeed because it makes them feel jacked up and they feel all powerful. So now they can go out and shoot 110 instead of 120. So that's good. Are you not buying that, Brittany?
2: No, I'm like thinking about the sport golf and being on cocaine couldn't be a worse mix because golf is kind of like you hit slow, steady. And like cocaine, you just want to like, you'd be like booking it to the next (laughs) next thing. It's also you want to talk to everybody and it's not like it's a very talkative sport. So I was just thinking about, is it a good mix? No, it'd probably be like as similar as doing coke and going to a movie. Like not a great mix.
0: Boy, oh, that would be weird. Going to a movie on Coke.
2: Yeah, like you would not want to yeah. sit. You'd want to talk. You'd want to like be in the mix. <laughs> you your popcorn. Hey, what that? <laughs> Isn't it crazy to think about how they make movies? It's just insane. I don't even understand.
0: Yeah. Uh, we'll get through life somehow. It's no problem. Don't worry about it. Why'd well, you bring this is a weird
3: report today, Tom. I take all responsibility
0: for this. Why did you bring up golf? That's what I want to know.
3: I don't know, and then the Aaron. I guess it was Aaron, let's blame Aaron Rodgers. I think yeah,
0: it's all his fault. Also, the only reason I bring that up because I haven't played in six years because you know, well, Brittany knows this. That six years ago I said this whole thing over at the over at the queue is coming apart at the seams and it's going to end in the next few years. Um, so I didn't play. I haven't played golf in six years. So now this summer I'm going to start playing golf again. I think. That's good. But, you know, so that'll be fun. And I always love to close with my Timmy Laudner story, how you can feel just like a total piece of crap playing with somebody like that. Number nine, Golden Valley, 362 yards, I believe, is the, is the hole. I had a drive at about 250, so I'm like, uh, 110 in, no problem. He took out one iron and hit it about 10 yards short of the green. I said, get away from me. Don't ever come near me again. I hate oh, you. No kidding. That boy can hit a ball a long way, man. Woo. All right. See, now we entered on a happy note that we're happy for Tim Laudner because. Yeah, he's a that's, a, that's a nice shot right
3: there. Holy cow.
0: By the way, I only met her once, but his girlfriend's far too good for him. That's all I have to say.
3: Yeah. Go i need, need in. a picture or something
0: well, to go along with maybe that. Maybe she left attractive. him by
2: now. We don't know. oh it's
0: a possibility maybe she realized it it. (laughs) she (laughs) caught on at the end all right chris i know you got to get the hell out of here but always a great but just seeing your your shining face your lovely face every day is just worth it yeah Ah, there you go oh look at me Mm -hmm. oh now you got britney doing it that's
2: oh cute (laughs) Uh,
0: Alright, Pally, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good day, you guys. See you tomorrow. Channel is Chris Eggers brought to you by Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation. 952 That's 952 uh, 925 Before we go to break, I want to ask you guys a question. Mm-hmm. So there have been two things in my life that I, that I did in sports that I wish I would have never experienced. Mm-hmm. Tim Laudner hitting a one iron about 80 yards farther than i could hit a driver that's one of them Mm -hmm. that was good check and let's see what's another one well i used to play golf a lot with uh professional golfers and that's not fun because they're so incredibly good no matter if you shoot the best round of your life you still look like a turd yeah you know what i mean yeah Mm -hmm. that stuff is a problem don't you think
2: yeah that's why i only play tennis with uh 12 and under or 80 plus
0: <laughs> Twelve and under, eighty plus. i am sure I'll play golf. It's not a problem. Or, or excuse me. The golf, basketball, what are you playing? Tennis. Tennis. That's right, tennis. You play a lot of tennis?
2: Yeah, I say I'm at a point where I play probably three to four times a week.
0: She's Oh, you do
1: really? Yeah. She's currently wearing a tennis skirt and has a tennis racket sitting next to her.
2: Yeah, just so like that's my whole just personality.
0: In case, oh, <laughs> just sake. in case
1: a game breaks out here in one of the
0: breaks. <laughs> That's the deal. Yes. I just need to rush the cashews there so nobody else gets at them. It's low. Yeah, you're going oh to have to Oh, my God.
2: I wasn't even here for three weeks. I okay. know. Yeah, we know. It's right. And, like, <laughs> also,
0: I've not eaten one cashew.
2: Oh, that's suspicious.
0: Oh, hmm. Ooh, suspicious.
2: Well, because he's eaten right. many, ex- not one. Sorry, Tom.
0: Not a problem. we got to take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Another great guest coming up. Next, ladies and gentlemen, Dave Bialke. You've all helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with great deals on his most popular products. Right now, you can save 50% on Queen and King Pillows. The original My Slippers and the MyPillow six pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. Set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98. For a limited time, you can get the six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with my Bryant on your side.
3: Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, let's take a second to talk about my bank, North American Banking Company. You've heard me talking about them for a long time now. When they opened in 1998, they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers. Or you know your banker and they know you. Well, a lot has changed since 1998. This commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities was not, well, it hasn't changed. So if you're looking for a better banking experience, why not bank with my bankers at North American Banking Company? Go to nabankco.com or stop by any one of their six Twin Cities locations, member FDIC, and equal housing lender.